This is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the When People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. As organizational and corporate trainer and consultants, one of our big areas of expertise is communication. However, we realize that that is a very broad bucket, communication. And to stay in keeping with that very broad general subject, we believe that most people issues are actually communication problems. I'm going to go through a few and show you how they are indeed communication problems at their root. So first are unconscious expectations. The tricky thing about this is that you have expectations, but because it's unconscious, you don't realize it. A little hard to communicate that you've had this expectation. What usually happens is after some sort of conflict or misunderstanding or tension, you come to realize you had this expectation. You weren't aware of it, therefore you did not communicate it. That brings us to the next one, which is unclear expectations. We are so much in our heads and in our own minds. We know what we mean. We know what we're thinking. We know the story A to Z. We don't always think about how the other person doesn't have all that information. So when I say I expect to have this report finished by Friday, all my expectations in my mind are very clear. Not only will the report be finished, it will be very well done. There won't be any mistakes in it, whether grammar or formatting or data. If my input is needed, I expect to be consulted before the due date of Friday. The problem is, do I clearly communicate all that? I know what I mean when I say the report is due Friday. But does everybody else on the team or on that project know what that means? Of course, that's why we use POM, Purpose Outcome Method, so that everyone is as clear as possible from the beginning what is expected. The third thing that is an issue between people, and it does come down to communication, is stuff that gets in the way. And this could be things like not feeling worthy, lack of self-confidence, past programming, coping mechanisms. So in a way, it's not necessarily a communication problem with the topic at hand, but it is indeed those things that create roadblocks or hurdles and they get in the way. And so if you don't realize that you're coming to the table 
already feeling a lack of self-confidence, that probably will affect your communication with the other person. The fourth issue is not truly listening. We almost always unconsciously listen in order to respond or listen in order to feel relevant. What that really means, we're not really listening. We're waiting for our opportunity to talk back and have our say in the conversation. Instead, we all need to do a much better job of active listening, of hearing what is being said by the other person, trying to turn off or at least turn down our filter that says, oh, how does that affect me? What does that mean about me? What would I do in that situation? Oh, I had this experience that looked exactly like that. And listening, being that receptacle. The next issue is actually having different definitions and connotations. The best example I have of this is when I was working as chief operating officer for a virtual training company and the CEO wanted to put together a company cruise. Now, I've never been on a cruise and I never want to go on a cruise. I have this abiding fear of deep water and deep is the deep end of the pool to me. So imagine the ocean with miles of water that just frightens me to no end. Anyway, I expressed my not too keen interest on going on this cruise. And the CEO said, are you going to bail on me? And that sent me through the roof because something else to know about me is I take my responsibility very, very seriously. And so when someone says I'm going to bail or ask me if I might bail, to me, that says I won't be responsible. I won't live up to my responsibilities. And I'm obviously perceived as undependable. All of that was wrapped up in the word bail to me. Now for the CEO, she didn't have that all wrapped up in that word for her, but I did. So we had to spend some time unpacking that. Here's why I reacted. This is what the implication was in my mind. She had to say that was not my implication at all. And... We had to get beyond that. The next issue is being in your own movie. And I've talked about that before from the four agreements. And it is when in your own head, you are the writer, the director, the producer, the main actor, the costume designer, the editor, the sound producer, the um, the music composer, it, you're, you're, it's your movie. 
And what's a fascinating realization is when you understand everybody else has their own movie and you are simply a supporting cast member, maybe even just an extra, in their movie. So along with that whole not truly listening, sometimes it's because we are living our movie and we are not sensitive to the other person's movie. And it could also look like a one-sided conversation in your head. Think about it. Have you ever had a situation in which you imagine, usually it's an argument or some other conversation between you and someone else? And of course, you fill in what you think they're going to say and how, then how you would respond and then their perhaps next response and then your response. And then when you are actually in the presence of that person, you might think you've actually already had that conversation and it wasn't, it was just in the movie in your own head. So you need to be cognizant and sensitive to the fact that other people also have their own movies in their heads. And then of course there's dysfunctional communication styles. That's an obvious people issue and communication problem because if you are engaging in a dysfunctional communication style, then guess what? That is affecting functional communication. And we are all somewhat culpable on those dysfunctional communication styles. Mark has identified 15 dysfunctional communication styles that can appear in the workplace. And this isn't just other people. We are all going to be prone to two, three, four or so of them ourselves. So it's not just other people who have dysfunctional communication styles and patterns. We do as well. And of course, that's going to get in the way. What I want to end with is, as you're listening to this, you may say, well, but you said all people issues are communication problems. But what about if people just see things differently? Politics being an example. That's not necessarily a communication problem. It is people see things differently. And you can still communicate effectively and graciously around those differences. Communicating effectively doesn't mean it's all love and light and it's all kumbaya. What it means is, in a civil, gracious manner, we convey something on our side, connect to the other person, they effectively convey something on their side, and somewhere in the middle is a shared understanding. It doesn't have to be shared agreement, but shared understanding. If you'd like to know more, about how to bring more functional communication into your workplace, reach out to me, dawn at theshulergroupllc.com, and I'll happily share with you some of the solutions that we have found to bring teams and leaders working better together tomorrow than they do today. Until next time, may you thrive. <music>